we weren't really exposed to what rich truly meant until we arrived out here to see what real wealth actually looked like. Welcome, everybody. This is For the Love of Money, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success by sharing the tools, tips, and stories of those who have already made it. My name is Chris Harder, and each week I will bring you incredible guests in order to prove that when good people make good money, they do great things. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another mini episode of For the Love of Money episodes that I like to call my two cents. And today I'm weighing in my two cents on the two reasons that you are not yet rich. Now, don't let this trigger you because I promise this is going to grow you. But we're going to go over the two main reasons or two of many reasons, but very, very important ones that you are not yet rich. And for most of you, probably aren't on track to be either. Now, please take this loving, informative episode as both a wake-up call and a roadmap. I'm giving you a couple of breakthroughs here that's going to change the game for you, I promise. Now, there are two really good reasons that you are not yet rich. A psychological one and a strategic one. And both of them point to the fact that what you think is rich actually isn't rich at all. So stay with me here. When I was about 20 years old, I was living in Wisconsin. And for reference, I'm 41 now. So this is about 20 years ago. So I was 20 years old and I was living in Wisconsin. And I thought at that time that 100 grand per year was rich. And I thought it would feel rich. And I thought I would be rich. Far from it. Now, remember, this is in Green Bay, Wisconsin, 20 years ago. 100 grand is a lot of money, especially for somebody who is, you know, 21 years old. But I got there and I realized it's nothing more than a really good living. So then, when I was in my mid and upper 20s, I grew my mindset and I changed my career and I changed who I was around. And I really thought, that making between three hundred dollars and $400,000 per year was rich. Now, this time, I was living in Milwaukee, Wisconsin and in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So I thought three to four hundred grand a year was rich. And this was about 15, eh, let's say 15-ish, give or take a few years on each side. But nope, not even close. As a matter of fact, this was when we were probably the most broke that we had ever been. I was making a few hundred grand a year and this was probably the most broke that we had ever been. Then after losing it all and starting all over again, I did everything I could this time to change my paradigm, change my beliefs, change my habits, change my financial thermostat. This time, I was going to do it absolutely right and I was going to find out the information on how other individuals got there. And so I did that. And I decided this time that a million dollars per year was rich. And so we made that the goal. And the very next year, believe it or not, we hit that goal. We made our first million dollars. Now, there's probably a lesson in there, by the way, just as a side note. Look how quickly we shifted up our goal after going broke and hit our goal. So careful what you ask for because when you set a target, you're likely going to get it. But back to the real story at hand here. That year, we made our first million dollars. Were we rich? 
Nope. Comfortable, yes. Fortunate, yes. But certainly not rich. Now, this is where I might be losing a couple of you, so stay with me. So then we moved from Minneapolis to Los Angeles, and specifically a really expensive, wealthy corner of LA called Santa Monica. Matter of fact, a specific neighborhood where Santa Monica meets Brentwood. And at this time, when we moved out here, we were making anywhere from $120,000 to $140,000 per month, per month. Now that translates into about $1.2 to $1.4 million a year. And it was our second year of making over seven figures. So at this point, honestly, in Minnesota, when we left Minnesota, we felt pretty rich. Money was starting to accumulate well. Income was heading upward still. And the cost of living there was relatively low. But when we moved into Santa Monica, and particularly the neighborhood that we moved into where we still live today, we suddenly went from feeling like a big fish in a small pond to a minnow in the real ocean of life. And we were now living where the real concentration of wealth was, quite honestly. Wealth that we didn't even picture before, that we didn't even fathom before, because we weren't really exposed to it. Now we were exposed to it every single day. And our conversations suddenly changed. And our goals suddenly changed. Our mindset suddenly changed. And what was possible suddenly changed. Our tribe changed. Our influences on us changed. And before you knew it, we had doubled our income from when we moved to LA. And then we doubled it again a couple of years later, and it is now doubling again. So did this finally make us rich? No. No, it did not. Not yet. And here's why. And this brings me back to the very beginning of this when I said there's two reasons you're not rich yet, one psychological and one strategic. Psychologically, we weren't really exposed to what rich truly meant until we arrived out here to see what real wealth actually looked like, how real wealth was actually defined and how it was created. To make a million dollars, to give you perspective, to make a million dollars a year in Santa Monica, Brentwood area is to be middle class. To make a couple million per year would be upper class doing pretty well. But to be rich out here, you need to have multiple seven-figure, multiple millions of dollars, multiple income streams. Crazy, I know. But because of this, Psychologically, our mindset exploded. Our financial thermostat went through the ceiling, through the clouds, through the stars. Our new goals expanded to unfathomable heights. And our definition of rich changed dramatically. It changed to what real legacy wealth is, the kind that you can pass down to a family, the kind where you build a nest egg that you don't have to worry anymore. Now, when you remove yourself from a small pond and you have to swim with the big fish, you start to grow again in order to fit the size of your new ocean. And by the way, did you know that this is actually a true fact? If you take a koi fish and you put them in a small fish bowl, they'll look like a little goldfish. It's as big as they'll grow. They only get to grow so big based on their surroundings. 
And if you take them out and you put them in a much larger pond, guess what? They grow much bigger. Well, this happens to you too. And it happened to us. You might be stuck somewhere simply because the size of the ideas, the size of the expectations, the skill sets of the current pond that you are swimming in might just be so big, right? Might just be this big. And you may not have any idea of what the real ocean looks like. Now, the second reason I promised you this is throughout the entire story, and this is the strategic one, okay? Throughout the entire story, I just told you about our income journey. What did I keep referencing to see if we were rich yet? Income. I kept referencing income to see if we were rich yet. This is the second reason that so many people are not yet rich. They think that income makes them rich, but it doesn't. Net worth does. Let me repeat. This is so important. This will be a breakthrough for you. Most people think the amount of income, a certain amount of income makes them rich, but it doesn't. Your net worth does. So what's net worth? It's very simple. It's all of your assets minus all of your debts equals your net worth. So if you have a home with you know X dollars of equity and... If you've got some, you know, your 401k set aside and you've got your savings set aside and all this, and if it all ends up, adds up to $500,000, and then you got a mortgage on your home and a couple of car loans and a couple of credit card loans and all that stuff, and let's say that adds up to $200,000, you take your $500,000 in assets minus your $200,000 in total debts, you have a net worth of $300,000. That's the easy math on it. Now, don't get me wrong. Income is still massively important and you want to focus on it. You want as much income as humanly possible because income is the accelerator for net worth. But the overall goal is net worth. Does that make sense? It's not until you concentrate your efforts on growing your net worth and measuring your net worth do you actually become rich. Your goal should be to create legacy wealth. That's ours. It should, it should be to create legacy wealth. Income will ebb and flow. It'll go up and down. Sometimes it might even disappear based on many factors. You, your health, the you know, sector that you work in, the economy, your age, you name it. But net worth is something you should be able to continually grow if you concentrate it on it and make the right investments. Now, how much net worth is considered rich? Well, listen, that's really hard to say. It's going to be different for everybody. It's very subjective based on where you live, what your goals are, what kind of lifestyle that you would consider as a rich lifestyle. But I will say this, as long as you continue to take middle-class advice, then the best you're ever going to reach is middle-class, not rich. And you want to know what's scary? The middle-class is disappearing faster than ever. And everybody is ending up on one end of the spectrum or not. And so if you aim for middle class, the best you're going to get is middle class, but likely you're going to end up on the half of the have-nots. And you'll be looking up at the, everybody who did what it took and strived to become rich. Here's what I mean by middle class advice. The middle class think that if they buy a home as soon as possible, 
and take really good care of their 401k and get it up to a few million dollars by the time they retire, that they'll have a good, wealthy retirement. But they are wrong. If you factor in inflation, a couple of million dollars is not rich several years from now. It might even be hard to live on. Here's why. Follow me. Using past inflation numbers, they average 2 to 3% per year. You can figure that what you can buy for $100 today is going to cost you approximately $250 30 years from now. So think of something that's 100 bucks. Let's say the last pair of tennis shoes you bought was $100. That exact pair 30 years from now is going to cost you about $250. In 40 years, it's going to cost you $325. Now apply that to everything else. Something you buy for a dollar is going to cost you three twenty-five. dollars Something that you buy for $10 is going to cost you $32.50. I mean, heck, even short term, if you can't think out 30 and 40 years, even short term, do you realize that what you buy for $100 now will cost you $120 to $125 in just five years from now, the year 2025? That's right around the corner. That's over 20% more expensive cost of living than it is right now, just five years around the corner. Ask yourself, can you live on what you make right now if everything costs 20 to 25% more just five years from now? No, I bet you can't. I bet that's going to be a squeeze. That's how inflation works. So now let's take this $3 million goal. That's what most financial advisors will recommend. They'll put you through all sorts of different exercises to figure out what your retirement goal is. But heck, they all arrive at about the same thing. And that is this $3 million target that, by the way, most people are nowhere near on track to hit. But it's like the unicorn. If you can save up $3 million for retirement, then you're going to have a great retirement. So let's take this $3 million goal, which, by the way, sounds like a lot of money, right? That you have been told to save. Well, 30 years from now, that $3 million is only going to be worth $1.1 to $1.2 million in today's dollars. And you're going to be expected to retire on it and live 25 to 30 years. Whoa. So you you did the right thing. You saved $3 million, except it's only worth about $1.1 or $1.2 30 years from now in today's dollars. Here's another example. 40 years from now. So let's say you're 25 and your goal is to retire at 65. Let's say you're 30 and your goal is to retire by 70. 40 years from right now, it's only going to be worth about 900 grand. The $3 million that you saved is only going to be worth about 900 grand 40 years from now in today's dollars. So ask yourself, if you retired today on today's dollars, assuming that most people live about 30 years after retirement, could you live on that 900K in today's dollars divided by 30 years of living? That's only 30 grand a year. That's far from a rich retirement. That's taking the struggle bus to Shady Pines kind of retirement. But that's the reality of it. Nobody ever tells you this. No one ever teaches you this. They give you this golden goal and then they work backwards and you do the right thing. You save and you get your income up to where it has to go. And you get there and you realize, wait a second, I've been lied to. This is not rich. This is not even comfortable. This is struggle bus. Oh, and by the way, that home that I mentioned before, the home that everybody tells you to buy as early as you can, get that home. Home ownership is the American dream. And then pour money into it through your mortgage, through interest, through repairs, improvements, taxes, etc. 
that home only goes up about as much as inflation does in the long run. Some years more, some years less, but it only goes up about as much as inflation does in the long run. So even though you sell it years later for a much higher dollar amount, it feels like profit, but it's not. Because that higher dollar amount buys so much less in the future than it does today. So you really didn't get any net appreciation at all. Are you starting to see the problem? All these experts you listen to are giving you net worth targets, saying you'll be rich when you get to $3 million. They're giving you these targets to aim for that if you even hit them, because I'd love to hear from you guys, how many of you are on target to hit these? If you even hit them, we'll be struggling to middle class at best. So if I haven't completely depressed you yet or made you feel hopeless, by the way, that's not my goal and you are not hopeless. You're empowered. You are way more empowered with this information now. Then here's what you can do. Number one, change your pond. Change the people, the places, the propaganda. Hell, maybe even change the city if you need to. Change your pond and change everything in it that determines how much money you're aiming for. And I don't want to hear the excuse that, well, I can't pick up and move somewhere that's going to motivate me more or have more opportunity. Number one, I bet you could. And number two, if you don't want to, that's perfectly okay. You can still change the people, the places, the information, the propaganda, the training, the masterminds, the everything else. You can change all of that. That is all a part of your pond in order to increase your knowledge and increase your expectations of yourself and increase what you think rich is. Number one, change your pond. Number two, if you can, create your income in the big oceans of opportunity and then retire in the less expensive ponds. That'll work in your favor. Number three, stop taking middle-class advice and wishing you were rich. Stop taking middle-class advice but wishing you were rich and stop using today's dollars to calculate tomorrow's net worth goals. You're tricking yourself and aiming for mediocrity at best. Grow your income as high as humanly possible because that is the tool that'll make it easier for you to grow your net worth. And lastly, make net worth what you measure. Make net worth your overall target. You are not rich if you earn a million dollars a year but have a zero net worth. I hope that this this helps guide you towards your dreams. I hope that this is the truth about what rich is and if you're on track or not and what to aim for. I hope that you're more empowered now. We train people Entrepreneurs, every single year, we retrain their brain, we retrain their skills, we plug them into a different tribe, and we help make them real rich instead of pretend rich through our masterminds. And there are just a couple of spots left in our beginner mastermind called Fast Foundations. If you're an entrepreneur and you're ready to have your mindset expanded and your skill sets equally expanded, and you want us to do it for you in person over the course of five months, in person and online, then go grab one of those last couple of spots. Go right now to fastfoundations.com. All the information you need is right there. Click enroll, choose your preferred style of investment, and we will see you in person in September and help you figure out what your real goal is when it comes to being rich. Go check it out fastfoundations.com. And in the meantime, I want you to be rich because you know what happens when good people make good money, then they do great things. 
Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.